This Webmaster Radio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. Today's forecast calls for 6 to 12 inches and temperatures will only be in the teens overnight, so bundle up and... Imagine you're planning your end-of-year reports, planning for next year. What are you going to do to monetize more in 2011? We're going to have clear and sunny skies with a perfect day of weather for everyone coming to AFCON 2010. Warm up your marketing strategies this December in our winter oasis for affiliate marketers. AFCON 2010 Florida, December 8th through 10th at the Fairmont Turnberry Isle Resort in Aventura, Florida. Sign up now at AFCON2010.com. That's AFFCOM2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Accessing. State of search. Live from Europe. Welcome to the home of the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Welcome to the state of search. Our hosts scope the entire search marketing space from Berlin to Bucharest, London to Lisbon, the Silicon Valley and beyond. Search marketers from around the world discuss the latest headlines and issues in search engine marketing, social media, and more. WebmasterRadio.fm presents State of Search with your hosts, Boss Vandenbeld and Roy Hoiskies. Good day all to all of you. I'm hearing an echo. I hope it's just me, but welcome to the State of Search show. And uh, It's another week and a lot of stuff happened. And Hey, Roy, are you there? I'm here. Good. How are you doing? Doing pretty well. Good. We got a great show lined up again. We've got a couple of topics which we also put always put in our show notes, and uh, uh, we got some pretty interesting ones lined up. And one of them is uh, a story about uh, cloaking, um, and uh, that's a story which Bram Payne uh, wrote about uh, the other day. And we are trying to get Brand into this show uh, later on. Uh, he's currently on a flight, or maybe he's la- just landed. We're not sure about that. Um, but it's, as soon as we can get a hold of him, we're going to get him into the show and he can uh, tell us all about his post um, where he actually is saying, uh, well, cloaking is okay, but more about that later. I'm not going to talk about it right now. So how's your Twitter account doing, uh, Roy? I guess pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the, the hack yet. So Yeah, that was a, I'm pretty okay with that. Yeah, there was a huge hack today on Twitter that if you um, uh, were on the website, Twitter website, uh, and you scrolled over a link, you could be could have been taken over. Uh, the, the, your account could have been shooting out the same sort of tweets, which uh, are links going to a Japanese porn site. Um, which uh, was uh, well, it was a big hack. A lot of people, of course, in in, in a big stress. But the one thing which actually uh, struck me was that it, this this what happened there. Um, the first time that anybody talked about something like this, it's a Twitter hole. Uh, was August last year. And first time or the last time? No, the first. I think the first time. It's the same hole. It's an exploit which was uh, 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 found by one of uh, David Naylor's uh, people over at Bronco, and um, they had a they found an exploit. I'll, I'll put the link. 
into the story into the chat room which by the way if you're listening uh, to us live is very uh, nice to be at when the show is already uh, all live you can actually talk to us and uh, we've even had somebody get, get into the show before uh, anyway uh, back to uh, the Twitter stuff um, it's all related to the uh, wh where does it come from tweet um, if you if you see a tweet is about 14 hours ago from for example tweet deck or about two hours ago 20 minutes etc and you can hack that, and it's the same hack, I think, which is still open today, uh, and which actually made it possible to, uh, um, well, the, for the Japanese porn site to take over. And that kind of struck me as being, how stupid can you be as a Twitter, not closing these gaps? Well, if you don't care, or people don't use it, or you just keep thinking that people don't use the web inter interface, and you know it's going to be 71% that actually only tweets through the web inter interface. They, they just changed, at least for uh, some people, <laughs> they changed the, the website, so they were getting, they know they're getting more tweeters from going coming from yeah, the website. I, so it's, I think it's one of the first things you should be doing, and they've been pointed at it by several uh, people before, I, I, I know. So it's, it still strikes me that, that some some group like Twitter, um, people like Twitter, doesn't yeah uh, act on it. I see a link coming into the chat room that uh, Twitter has responded to it. Uh, it's, already, it's already solved as well. Uh, yeah, as what far happened? As and, and they they solved it, uh, solved it, and well, it takes a, a hack to solve an actual hack to uh, solve a problem like that, which which was out there a year ago. Over a year ago, so kind of remarkable, I thought. Not the fact that Twitter was hacked, because you can see that a lot, but the fact that they're still hacked by something which they already knew existed. Uh, anyway, that for, that's about Twitter. You, we, we were just talking before the show. Uh, you haven't seen the new uh, Twitter yet, have you? Nope. Have you seen pictures of it? Have you <laughs> seen videos of it? No, not yet. And I'm. I'm most of the time, I'm using uh, clients as, as well, so uh, I'm hearing things that it, it's better than using a regular client like TweetDeck. So I'm, I'm pretty curious about it, but I'm not convinced yet, since I'm pretty hard to convince, I guess. <laughs> but we'll see. That's an understatement. <laughs> not well. <laughs> well, uh, well Brasco was uh, one, of the, one of the people who is using it, and, and uh, he was happy with it. He's so he said, "Right, Brasco, I, if you're hearing this, uh, you can just say yes or no." <laughs> yeah, I like this. It was good. Yeah. So, uh, tell us, uh, Brasco. Just get it, get you in the show a little bit. <laughs> what 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 did you like about it? I just like the I like the presentation of it now. I like the fact that it do two columns like to do and just it's just easier to navigate. When I need to get around to look at any messages that I have or messages coming back to me, um, if I have to send direct messages out, I just like the presentation of it better. Okay. That's all. Cool. Okay, well, we're curious to to, to see what uh, what it actually is because we here in Europe we still haven't got it at least not in Holland. I'm not, I'm not sure about the UK, but in Holland we haven't. At least I haven't heard any people actually talking about the, hey my Twitter's also in the new design. So um, we'll just wait and see. So over to Google, Google TV. I think you heard a rumor, right, Roy? Yeah, I think it's going to be out there. At least somebody at the IDF thought it was going to be out there in, I think, half of October, 15th or something like that. So it would be good. So it would be cool. Do you have well, any idea what, what, what it's going to be? 
No, not any. And I, I, the only thing I probably know is that we're going to miss the boat again as being in Europe. So I guess we're going to have to watch how cool it is from a distance and then hear people telling about how great it is and how, com- how tremendously well it works with Netflix and Hulu and, and, and what was the other thing? Um, Boxy, Boxy or something like that? It's going to be great and we just have to wait for it. Is it something like Apple TV? I hope it is. Because uh, we got that here. Yeah, Apple TV, huh? Have you have you ever <laughs> checked that? No, <laughs> no, probably you didn't. Because otherwise, you wouldn't have said we have that over here. <laughs> we, we don't have Apple TV. We have the hardware. We don't have any content at all. We're not. I mean, we can buy anything on that. We can buy music. We can buy music on a laptop. Apple TV is, is completely worthless over here. You better yeah. buy a Mac Mini. Yeah, uh, true. I've I've been using a, a Windows Media Center for the past couple of years, and I was actually quite quite happy with that until um, well, the Windows machine started doing Windows stuff, meaning crashing and stuff like that. But the, the, the idea behind the Windows Media Center was pretty cool because you could you could do anything. You could go to internet you do, with your remote control. You can you can go to well, any, any website which has uh, broadcast broadcasting on it, so and a uh, video on it, and just scroll through all the videos. It's it's pretty cool, and uh, uh, I liked it. But it's not being really developed through. I think nobody picked it really really picked it up, and it's now in the I think Windows Ultimate Edition or something. And, and and I'm not hearing anybody using it, but um, it was good. And if Google can get that being online, then it will be a good thing. Hmm. Okay. See. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Just wait and see. Yeah, that, that, I mean, we can't do anything else than that. I mean, we can order something and it probably won't work because it will be IP blocked. And I don't know. It's all based on the content. And if the content isn't there, it's just, I mean, this is what, what, what a lot of people do understand. that If there is no content on there, it's, it doesn't work for you. I mean, VHS became popular because there was porn on it, a lot of porn. I mean, the content makes makes the medium in, in, in the end. Hmm. True. So, yeah, we'll have to see depends me. on which content you're gonna get. Yeah, I I, I use a, um, uh, I found this pretty cool uh, add-on for Firefox to uh, pretend as if I'm in the US, which actually works pretty well. Modify headers, it's called, and uh, with that you just can be anywhere in the US. You just fill in a or, or any anywhere in the world for that matter. You fill in a specific IP address and and off you off you go. So you can watch anything you want, and okay. it really works. Okay. So you can watch no, no, you can watch Hulu because that's not through the HTTP, I guess. Well, I mean, you can you can use I can watch you Hulu. Can. Yeah, okay. I can watch Hulu. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, it works perfectly. It's just just uh, an add-on on on on, uh, on Microsoft uh, on uh, Firefox. So. Okay, really cool. Oh, sounds kind of interesting. Yeah. On the other hand, I mean, why don't just you just roll it out? <laughs> but then again. <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> that, that has to do with the rights over here. For example, who pays for which rights, yeah, I know, what I know. show, and stuff like that. And it's the same with the with the football matches. If you want, if you go um, online and uh, uh, re rewatch uh, a discussion show on, on on what happened in the football in the last weekend, um, they cut out all the actual football part. 
It's ridiculous. Okay. If, you, if, you, if you watch that online, there's, there's this show on, on the NOS in Holland. Um, if you watch that, it just you just see a still frame of something which happened in the match, and then you ju- you can hear the people talk and everything, but it just stops right there, and then it goes on after the, after the, the actual images are gone. It's so stupid. It's not a, totally not of these days. Agree. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh my God, he's agreeing with me. I'm gonna throw in something that that he can rent on. Oh boy. <laughs> Let's do something with Microsoft. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm just going to throw it in to hear you around. Uh, the, the new Bing, actually, last week, it's not the really new Bing. It's uh, last week, uh, Microsoft rolled out IE9, uh, Internet Explorer 9, and uh, they um, uh, had a new integrated Bing in there. And, well, they've been fluffy and, and, and making it pretty and stuff like that because they haven't changed anything, I think, on, uh, on, on the search part. But what they did do is... Uh, um, well, uh, they they made the uh, the images nicer and the, the way it looks. It's all uh, HTML5 and it looks it looks kind of nice actually. But it's, it has nothing to do with, with with search, of course. It's just the way it looks. But that then again, that's how Bing is working these days. They're just doing things which are nice and it looks nice, but they're not doing anything on search. So it seems. Or is it me ranting? You should be ranting. No. I'm still agreeing. <laughs> You're so doing what, fine. Go ahead. <laughs> now, what's your take on 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 this Bing stuff? How about start, start you're, rolling you're out to Europe instead of creating something really pretty, which only works in a, your only freaking browser, and and not anywhere else, because you're probably made your own HTML5 as as according to the rumors, but I'm not sure to that. So I'm not I'm <laughs> take this with a grain of salt, if you like, but. As far as I've I've heard, it, it, they created their own piece of HTML5 to, to run it. Uh, it's going to be n- not compatible again. <sighs> oh man! Uh, no, I don't care. I mean, if you make a great interface, cool. How about getting some more users to that freaking search engine of yours and just start rolling out uh, cool stuff? I mean, oh, well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm, t- oh, I'm tired of being. Let's drop it to the next topic. <laughs> don't give any much much more attention to it than is necessary. Well, I, I, well, I disagree on that because I really feel that we need Bing here in, in Europe, and they should roll out as soon as they can. Not, not because it's so pretty and stuff like that, but it's really we need it. It's we need a competitor for Google. Yeah, but one that takes it seriously instead of saying, "Oh, we take search very seriously." Yeah. <laughs> How about not starting off with your presentation next time when you put up some some graphical crap smacked onto it instead of giving us it, it Bing and and making sure we get the same cool quality results as Bing got as, as Google got. Oh man, I'm, I mean we're ten years before we just said content is the key to well everything you, you want to do with the medium. There is no freaking content on Bing. It just stinks everywhere you go to it. Yeah, it's mm. cool in the US. How about rolling it out to Europe then, huh? Mm. Instead of putting out nice little waving machines and, and, and moving clouds in, in the weather. Who cares? If you can't use it any, any in, in general, I mean, it's like 2% over in Holland. Who cares if you make it very cool and very nice? Nobody. Nobody's going to see it. Why bother? In, in Holland, no. I think they got a total of, I don't know, 20, 25% in the US. Market share. 
cool. I'm not in the U.S. I don't care. <laughs> I'm very harsh on this. Sorry, I, I just don't care. Roll it out. I mean, it's not that hard. And if it's that hard, just work harder to do it. And don't give us empty empty promises that, that you can't live up to when you're talking to, to the, the people over there. I really just start working on it. Stop giving us nice, shiny interfaces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree on that. So, we should get um, uh, we should get Microsoft in the show and, and let them t- tell us uh, about it. Yeah, they're gonna uh, tell about the cool data they've got. And I mean, I, I like I like the guys at Microsoft. The guys at Microsoft aren't the problem. I mean, just the way they roll out things. I mean, the the, the, the people and the, the community of the Microsoft that is that is helping our community. It, it's way better than 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 any other community out there and I think they have the most well social media community manager kind of thing they got the most of it but in, in general it, it just doesn't add up I don't know I'm not fond of it but okay let's go I'm getting a little bit negative about this so let's join in <laughs> <laughs> well we're going to try to get get Stefan Weiss in here and, and, and let him tell us exactly why they're not rolling it out in Europe uh, I think that's uh, I'm pretty sure that I know why they're not doing it <laughs> That's not the problem. <laughs> I mean, they don't keep st- telling us that they have the, the, all this very seriously, very important to us, and they're very dedicated to do so, and they obviously they aren't. They're just working hmm. on shiny interfaces. I mean, I was looking for this, this uh, saying, but I can't seem to find it. Uh, even if a monkey wears a golden ring, and it's actually an English saying as well. I've looked it up. I mean... <laughs> oh. Okay. Let's go back. Okay. okay. I think well, we hit the first break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's a good laughs> Listen to some nice advertisers from our sponsors and then get back on a more positive five, huh? Yeah. And then after that, uh, we'll get Bram Payne in. <laughs> okay. Uh, Brasco, take us to commercials. State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Hey, Joel Com here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka-ching button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka-ching sound all the time? In my new book, Ka-ching, How to Run an Online Business That Pays and Pays, I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at kachingbook.com, and I'll give you a ka-ching button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's K-A-C-H-I-N-G book.com. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEOfox link building report. (laughs) Sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at 
seofox.com. That's seofox.com. From webmasterradio.fm, welcome to the Joel Com Show. Hanging out with the masters of marketing, the sultans of social, and the titans of traffic. New York Times best-selling author and serial entrepreneur, Joel Com will inspire, inform, and entertain you. Search, social, local, mobile, and everything Web 2.0. It's all here on The Joel Com Show. Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. You're listening to State of Search on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. Hey, welcome back to the second part of the Status Search Show. Um, we've been talking, well, not, not very much search. We're talking a little bit design stuff in the first part. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, more search in a minute. Um, in about, I think, 15 minutes, we'll get Brent Payne into the show if uh, things are uh, working out, who wrote an article about cloaking, which we were uh, wanting to discuss. Uh, in the meanwhile... Um, um, Roy, you posted a link into the uh, show notes for us, uh, um, the evolving search landscape, how to adapt to it. Um, why'd you do that? <laughs> What's the... <laughs> well, it was more or less like something to read it. And let me put it in the, the chat room first. Because I like, I mean, I like the idea of, of people noticing the, the change and just start reacting on it. And this is what the, the, the whole article is about. If you, you have to evolve yourself as well instead of just start ranting about search is dead and then and all kinds of crap like that because uh, um, let me check out because I've actually looked up another article for you guys. Uh, let me see which one is it. Oh boy. And it's about uh, what changed for the Google Instant. Um, where what is do you it? mean? What do you mean by that? What changed for the Google Instant? Yeah, you well, mean the, the way search we were talking about the way search has changed. And uh, today I saw an article from Remy from Bacon, and yep. it actually said that it changed the damn thing at all. It just was the same it as it was same. last week. And it, no, but nothing changed. Completely nothing. Not even a, a small percentage, or um, not anything correlated as we could have said through the Seomus uh, uh, correlation uh, fiasco. Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the only thing I should mention about it. Yeah. <laughs> I hate well, to say I told you so. <laughs> no, just go, go ahead. Go ahead. We, we were talking. Explain a little bit because, but some people might not understand. We, we've been talking about this in a, sh a couple of shows ago with Peter Young in it. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, it was about a post written on SEOmos about LDA, right? Yeah. And um, we talked about what it was in, in uh, I mean, uh, in, in general, and we talked about uh, how correlation and how these statistical, well, researches are most of the time completely bogus. I mean, it's nice to do so, try so, but it, it don't focus on that. I mean, just focus on quality, quality web design, quality content, and, and I mean, not the way. Don't look at content like a statistical kind of thing. I mean, it, it, don't do it like that. I just have feeling in there put a little bit of love in there and it, that will work for you a, a lot a lot better than probably looking at statistical content well they um, the correlation was 0.32 and it actually was 0.17 which is like half of it so it's less correlated than what they uh, said in, in the first place and then I mean the 
correlation wasn't that tight at at, at first. So I don't know. They got this this article about it, which they said, "Oh, then we got it wrong. Sorry, guys." And sure, there is some correlation, I guess. Who cares? I mean, if if you're gonna write a piece of text, are you gonna write it about that? I better hope not. And another article I was looking out for, in which I, <laughs> I'm not one of the guys who firstly agree on what they all write on outspoken media but this one is really good and I completely agree with that one uh, it's an older article that's just from t- almost two weeks ago uh, it's about the, the part that Steve Rubin said uh, the, whole, the whole instant search is dead but um, I mean this is like SEO's completely dead, yeah. yeah yeah sorry <laughs> yeah SEO is dead and instant search is, is going to be king for a lifetime and this is, I mean, this is just exactly how I feel about it. I mean, all the really, the, the, all the big people who are shouting in, in general about the, the influencers are just not talking to the experts. I mean, Andrew, I'm, at this point, I'm, I'm going to give Andrew Keane maybe a big up for saying, well, maybe the crowd isn't that smart in general. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's got to hurt. You know that. Yeah, but that's true. I, I mean... You should you shouldn't rely on the crowd for that matter uh, to be smart. To be, they just do stuff. They don't think about how, what they do. To just do it. Mm-hmm. Agree. The article you sent, uh, the first one to adapt to the evolving search landscape. Um, I read it and I'm like, yeah, okay, this is really. Uh, how things are prepare for the future uh, it's not just about optimizing your uh, keywords anymore it's about doing more than that and I, I'm kind of um, how do you say that well um, search is changing and I've been saying that for about two years now I think and it kind of strikes me that there's still that many people who believe it's search is just keyword optimization yeah, but that's the whole point. I mean, this is why I, I, I like the article from uh, Ray Hoffman about it as well, because the, she, she just said, "Well, it's it's we we're, we already a lot of search people know that it's not the way uh, you you guys think it is. You got you expert guys think it is. They're completely wrong on a lot of stuff, and well, uh, we know that. But a lot of people are still thinking. I mean." Uh, for two weeks ago, I got the question when I can buy. They thought link building was about buying links for two fifty, uh, two buck fifty. It's not. And then, no, yeah, well, it probably <laughs> probably can be. But if you want good links, you, I better pay up a little bit more than that. But <laughs> I mean, it, it, he just said, "Well, give me thousand then." Like, and then I mean that was okay. And then, okay, bye. That was actually the first two things that I thought. I mean, we're not going to talk, discuss this. This is not going to happen. <sighs> and, uh, well, it doesn't doesn't work. It doesn't work like that. Uh, this is the article I was looking for uh, about the impact on search behavior, and it was from uh, this guy who tweeted it, who's looking for a right new, really new, cool challenge. So, well, if you know something and you're in the neighborhood of, of the northern of Holland, hook him up, but I guess not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, well, church is changing, absolutely. And um, I think one of the people who can uh, really uh, say hello? the same thing is uh, Brent Payne, who's uh, just said hello. Hi, Brent. Hello. Hi, good hey. to have you on the show. 
thank you for uh, making time. I, th I, I understand you're tra you were traveling. Yes, as a matter of fact, I just saw the largest tree in Connecticut. Really? <laughs> yeah. Nice. I hear it's the third or fourth largest tree on the entire East Coast. So these are the things I do, folks, on my travels. So just wanted to let you know this. Okay. So cool. you, you just traveled just to see the tree, or did you travel because of a, uh, because of your job? Okay, and we lost him. Oh, he's he's gone again. Okay, uh, oh, yeah. I think um, let's let's go for our final break, and then after break we can just talk to uh, Brad uh, all week all we want uh, until the end of the show. Maybe is that all right, Rasco? Just asking if that's okay. That uh, Rasco's probably busy getting him back. Yep, that's okay. Okay, we're gonna go to our break, and then uh, we're gonna go uh, for the full length of the rest of the show after our second break. So stay with us. Rampain will be right back, and we'll be right back too. State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-server solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia. Strong ROI made simple. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. Purse Strings, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. From Fort Lauderdale, Florida, webmasterradio.fm. A service of new gen broadcasting. We're everywhere. You're listening to State of Search on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. 
so we're back for the final part and uh, we got uh, half an hour left and we're gonna spend some time with uh, Brent Payne. Um, are you there, Brent? Still quiet. Can't hear you yet. Uh, maybe you're on mute and uh, you can unmute yourself if, uh, if you are on mute. If not, then uh, uh, we'll try to reconnect. Just... Uh, uh, start talking about the article because I haven't read the article and then I'm going to read into it a little bit yeah um, well uh, I think Brent's of course the best man to uh, to tell about it but I saw this article yeah I noticed this article uh, which he wrote actually on my birthday last week uh, he uh, wrote uh, uh, um, an article called not black hat triplicate your website for users and uh, what he's saying, uh, in, in short, is that um, yes, if you go through a search engine, your website, your web page has to be the same uh, for users as it has to be for search engines, because that's the rules that Google say uh, it is. So you have to stick to those rules. But then again, there are a lot of people who don't come from a uh, search engine and go to your website directly or go to your website through social media. And um, why bother following the Google guidelines uh, for those people? You can give them anything you want, actually, like a, a, a nice flash page and a page or a, a nice uh, um, a JavaScript or whatever. Uh, it doesn't have to be the same as, as uh, the one coming from the search engine, which you kind of see in, 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 in the plugins you have on WordPress where you can see, you can put them in your WordPress page and then you can say, uh, welcome you Google user or welcome you uh, social media user, hey Twitter, uh, welcome to the space. It's kind of the, you, you tweak it for purposes on, uh, uh, for, for purposes for that specific user. So it kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I thought it was interesting to hear Brent's uh, uh, all, uh, own personal uh, view on it. And uh, we're, we're still, while we're still waiting for Brent to get into the show. Um, does it make sense for you, Roy, if you hear what I, what I just said? Well, I'm trying to figure out the article. Um, and figuring out the way to triplicate. But I agree on the part that, well, you first of all, you should build all websites for users only. I mean... <laughs> Google's nice, and if you build it correctly, then then it will be spiderable. Then it will be good, good. And if you build a good website, you only have to leverage a little bit more to gain some uh, to, to gain good quality results over there. I think we got some little sounds of brand already. Yes, yes, here yes. I am. Cool. Okay. Welcome back. Yes, yes, yes. Well, this, this is what happens when you're in Avon, Connecticut. See, you, you don't have self-service. <laughs> You've got to connect through the Wi-Fi at the hotel that you're at, and you know a few technical issues, but but we're here. We're here. Okay. <laughs> uh, look at that! Here the crowd. Here the crowd. Feel like I'm uh, walking outside my apartment with all the fans yeah, that I have. That's that's the whole of Connecticut <laughs> right there. <laughs> so. <laughs> Nobody else. So anyway, there. I heard bits and pieces of your intro, and yeah, I mean, more or less, what I'm talking about is, you know what? Search engines are very important, right? Very important. We need to make sure we continue to garner traffic from them, etc. 
But I feel that there is a way in which you can do that for search engines and still be able to optimize for social media sites and for direct uh, consumers as well, right? And I really feel that those are three different experiences that uh, at least in, in the media world, the headlines that you would want to have for a user coming from Dig or Reddit or StumbleUpon would be different than the headline you'd want on there for Googlebot or you know MSNBot or Yahoo Slurp, right? And mm -hmm. so those things are, um, I just think they're two different experiences. And then for branded people, right, you want to make sure you try and get them to sign up. They obviously have, you know, heard about your brand before. They have, you know, they decided to type in www.yourwebsite.com. And, you know, what action, what conversion are you trying to get them to do, right? And so, um, I don't know, I just, I feel it's different. So, I wrote a little blog post. I got a little wordy, right? I was a little grumpy <laughs> as I was writing it. Some people are giving me shit about that. But, uh, you know. It is what it is. So you, you got some comments from Avinash. I I saw on Twitter. Um, of yes, course, uh, yes. Um, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. No, I I was just uh, saying. I think if if you read the post, I, I like the post, and it actually actually makes sense. Um, but it doesn't make sense according to well Google's guidelines. You, you'll, you'll have to set up uh, five, six, seven different pages for different users. So uh, how would Google react to this? Well, uh, so I, I actually feel that it's, it is within the guidelines um, because what you're doing is you're going to serve Google Bot the exact same content that you're going to serve the user coming from a Google property, right? You're going to serve to you know, Bing uh, users, the exact same thing that you'd serve to you know the Bing bot, MSN bot, right? Um, and that is what they care about, in my opinion. They don't want to be surprised. They don't want to feel that you know they have indexed page B, but then when they send their customers to that website, it's actually page A, right? And as long as they know what to expect, I don't think that you're violating anything. Now, where there be some nuances once in a while, um, you know, yes, and people have brought up some valid points about, you know, what about manual reviews and things like that. Um, sure, maybe those things will occur. But I feel that, you know, it is within the spirit of providing a good quality user experience and you're not surprising or cloaking or providing a different experience for Googlebot than you do for the Google user. And I think that's where the difference is. You've got to make sure that that experience is the same. Okay, so and you're not cloaking. Uh, so you're not cloaking for, uh, let's say, uh, uh, user agents in this case, or IP addresses, but for streams of users like uh, Dig uh, users will get the, uh, different ads, different headline because it will be more catchy, and Google users will get the same content as the, the bot will get the same content as the user will will get. This is this Correct. is your. Okay, yeah, let's just clear, clarify this, this whole part for, I think, a lot of listeners. Um, so you're up to cloaking for a channel and not for a specific kind of user. So, um, and I think and it, are you cloaking? I mean, that's the question no, here, right? It, are you I think really it's not cloaking, I think, actually. It's more like personalize your, your web page for a, a media channel. And that could right. be a lot of different things. So I, I, I do agree on the part that it's not cloaking and you're still serving up the same content as what they will see as when, when they arrive on your website. Except for so when the Googlebot indexes social media. 
Yeah. So okay. what, do you, what do you mean by that? So if, if Google indexes a tweet and somebody coming from Twitter gets a different page than somebody coming from Google and somebody clicks on the tweet link within Google, um, they'll, they'll get a Twitter page, right? Yeah, but then you got the canonical tag to, fi to figure it out. I mean, this is what where the canonical tag is, is for in, in the first place, and well, it's well, even no, the same URL. So, so let's think about this, right? So, what is that experience there? What is what has Google indexed? Have they indexed the tweet? If they yes. have indexed the tweet, and that's what serves up in the search results because the tweet happens to rank high for whatever reason, okay? Then they will get the Twitter page. Again, has nothing to do with the Google user experience, right? Mm -hmm. Google index the page on twitter.com. When they click on that result, it goes to twitter.com. And then what happens from there, Google doesn't give a shit about, okay? Because now you're on twitter.com. And then when that user clicks from twitter.com over to your website, yes, they get the Twitter experience, okay? Yeah. But I don't feel that Google cares about that. They want to stop spam. They no, want I, to I, stop I would even go a step further than that because if they feel that they should pop up the tweet and not the content, not the article itself, I mean, Google is not doing its job well. I mean, then the tweet is just a doorway page and it's actually Twitter's fault that it isn't working. But that's right. a step well, further, and, I guess. And that's a whole <laughs> yeah, I mean, if Google wants you to point out to the, to, to the good article, I mean, they should do it instead of just pushing some some tweet in your face with 140 characters, which um, should be more important than your whole article. I mean, <laughs> I don't buy it in, in general. Well, and that gets back to whether Google's doing a decent job of actually being able to tell the original canonical version or the original mm -hmm. source of information. And uh, in my, you know, very, you know, to be very blunt, I think they do a very poor job at that, right? I have, you know, clients and Tribune uh, newspaper sites that both of which we cannot get Google to recognize where that content originally came from. And that's from, you know, uh, business card sites to, you know, Tribune articles, et cetera. And unless we use that, you know, canonical tag, right, Google has no clue. And I'm even seeing scraper sites get ranked above, you know, the original content. And, you know, hallelujah for those guys that do that. Um, good for them, right? But um, it's not what Google wants, supposedly. And, um, you know, so we do their job for them, and I'm fine with that. Okay? I, I, I don't really complain about that. But I do feel that they need to recognize that, okay, you are one of our channels, right? We also get traffic that's, you know, from other sources other than just you. And so we're going to take back control of our own websites. We're going to design them how we want for our different channels. And we will make sure that you are not surprised. You yeah, will that, get what you have spidered, right? Actually, but it may not be the most beautiful version of our site, okay? And agree. I think I think that's reasonable. Agree. And and actually, um, uh, if you look at a new article, um, fat chance that it won't pick up as much traffic from Google than it will be from uh, well the bigger social media sites. Uh, at least the first couple of hours. I mean, it probably will be bigger on Dig and, or whatever, Facebook or Twitter. Uh, it will be bigger. Um, we'll be getting more traffic from those sources than it will be from Google. Uh, one and I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to hinder that experience for those users. Oh, I agree. Just to make sure that my headline's perfect or that 
my page has only got 50 links on it versus the 600 that you know someone decides is the best user experience right mm-hmm. um, you know SEO always fights user experience we think we have the better option UX thinks they have the better option we can argue all day long I'm saying stop the arguing separate that. Oh, UX run, people run, both. run the branded experience the SEOs will run the SEO experience right so Agree. Actually, it's it's an it's even a very old trick which I know Schumann did, uh, and already a long time ago he wrote a post about it. That um, when you come from uh, the dig site, you won't get to see any. Well, uh, it was there was no AdSense on it because then they run different ads for Apple or stuff like that. Because they don't they already know uh, when I get hit on dig and I get. Crappy AdSense on it, it will won't be uh, it won't be converting well. If I put Apple on it, it will be working. Or hey, I hit Microsoft kind of better. It will be working better because it was optimized for the channel. And I think this is the same kind of way of optimization. I mean, you have you know who, who your user are in in this case, and 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 Google doesn't, and Google just giving you traffic. Um, if you're looking at the and, old and it's way, it's important of it. traffic, right? It's yeah, a third yeah. to half of our traffic, so it's important. We want to make sure we do what's best for Google, but only for the people that are coming from Google. Mm-hmm. I agree. If you, um, I mean, the older way of doing this, and I know uh, how you guys are doing this right now, is what we advised some newspapers in, in Holland uh, when I was working with Yoast as well. And we said, well, maybe you should write an article, a, a, a title tag for the first week, and afterwards you should write an SEO article. Uh, SEO title tag for it, and nobody would care. I mean, no normal people would ever come to that site again. This is what you see at a lot of newspapers, I think, or at least news sites. And maybe it's not even a week, maybe it's a day, but I mean, you ch- yeah, change, change the title for it just for the archive's sake. So, are you saying to make the SEO title um, first or second? Well, second. maybe maybe you put yeah, make it make it second, make it not. What you could have the could do is make it a H one that looks like the the subheading, and make the uh, the, the the headline make it a H one, and then after uh, a couple of weeks, you just switch that and just put it in the archive and let the SEO uh, well the archive SEO thing do their job. And yeah. Then you so here's my problem with that, right? The huge, huge spike in traffic for us is always in the first three to four hours. Yeah, and so if yeah. we miss that opportunity, right? If we go with two wings and a prayer as our headline instead of plane crashes into Hudson River, mm-hmm. huge difference in traffic. Right? No, I can imagine. But it, but if you write it in the first weeks, you write it an, an, an social kind of headline, uh, which works for a lot of different channels, let's say like that. And after that, you're going to write uh, an SEO headline, Plane Crash uh, Hudson, something like that. Then you, then go, it, then you go by the Google News part. No, not if, not if you change it after a week. I mean, uh, is it? Well, Google only uh, pays attention. Google News only pays attention for the first 72 hours period. And mm-hmm. even that being said, you know, they're rotating stories in every two to three hours. Um, they state that they, they recrawl every article. I'm showing that's around a third of the time where they recrawl anything, and it's, <clears throat> and it's way after the fact, right? It's after the spike's done. It's after no one cares. So I still believe that when it comes to Google News, you're much better off to continue to create new URLs for Google News 
and 301 redirect your old URLs to your <clears throat> to your latest uh, URL, right, for web. So you kind of have to have run, you have to run two different uh, strategies there. And what you need to do is you need to wait for the Google News to pick up your new story before you 301. And it usually takes about 10, 15 minutes. But, um, you know, it's not that big a deal to wait 10, 15 minutes and then 301. It used to work awesome, by the way. But uh, I think our lovely friends over at Google have decided that I was manipulating that too much and, uh, you know, they've uh, slowed down how quickly 301s are uh, actually take effect. But I used to be able to take, I mean, I literally, for Michael Jackson's death, took, you know, a bunch of stories about dead, death, and dies, right? A 301 redirected that to, uh, to a page. And then I took a bunch of stories about Michael Jackson and I 301 a bunch of those stories to that same page. Right, okay. and then you have the link structure coming in of Michael Jackson and Dead, Death, and Dies both coming into the same page. Worked That's awesome, right? Sweet, sweet. But it hasn't worked well since. So, have you have you have you tried it doing that with the canonical tag as well? Uh, you know, I haven't tried it with the canonical tag. Um, I do believe the canonical tag is still working. I saw about a week or so earlier this month, or what month are we in? So September now, in, in early yeah. August. I noticed that um, there was something weird going on with canonical tag. Normally, you do not see the exact same. Uh, you don't see more than one URL. And uh, for about a week or so, I noticed that the duplicate URLs were showing up in the index as well. So that concerned me. But I haven't noticed that recently. So I think they've, they've maybe did some testing and went back to what they were doing before. Okay. Cool. So we're getting close to the end of the show, but um, uh, the stuff you mentioned in your article, are you using it in the Tribune already? Does the Tribune have different pages for different users? So what I discussed in the article, we're not doing. We are doing something similar. Um, actually, I wouldn't even call it similar. We're doing something, um, but we're using a, a, a great partner, um, Perfect Market. Uh, they've done a fantastic job of monetizing our pages. They actually use a 301 redirect uh, to do a lot of this stuff, but um, you know I can't get into the details of, of what they do and don't do. Frankly, I don't know a lot about it. Um, they keep me a little bit at arm's length, and um, yeah, you know, and so uh, and so they have their their own technology that works really well. All I know is that they've done a fantastic job of monetizing our pages for us, and that makes everybody happy. So um, that's you. Usually, and, and frankly, they're they're doing it with more than just one media company. It's not just us. So oh, sounds okay. sounds great. What, what's the name of the company again? I mean, we just perfect market. About it. Okay, yeah, cool. perfect market, all one word. Cool. Okay. So if you're a media company and you're looking to monetize, uh, I'll give them a plug and say check them out. Indeed. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Brent, thank you for uh, joining us on this short notice, and uh, uh, good to uh, have you in uh, on the show while uh, uh, beneath the biggest tree in Connecticut. Um, yes. <laughs> and uh, good luck. Uh, don't uh, get hit by that tree, and uh, we hope to have you back on the show for a longer time, uh, sometimes uh, in the future, uh, to dis discuss well, stuff on, on on how to optimize for news sites, for example. Um, good luck in whatever you're going to do in Connecticut, and uh, for <laughs> the listeners. Uh, <laughs> If you're listening to this in a podcast format, you can also uh, uh, subscribe to it on iTunes, of course, and you can listen live every Tuesday, which uh, is 8 p.m. here in uh, Holland, uh, Central European Time, 7 p.m. in the UK, which is 2 p.m. East Coast, 11 a.m. West Coast. Uh, thanks again, Brent. Thank you, Roy, um, whose son, by the way, is called Brent, so that's nice. <laughs> and that's why you the show. <laughs> well, thank you, uh, thank guys. You I appreciate you having me. 
Okay, thank you. And bye-bye. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.